the liturgical sense of the readings at Mass. Epiphany, or Theophany, as it is known in the Eastern Rite Catholic Church, also as Three Kings Day, is a Christian feast that celebrates the revealing of God, the second person in the Holy Trinity, as fully human and fully divine, who dwelt among us as Jesus of Nazareth. The word epiphany comes from the Greek word meaning manifestation. The feast also commemorates the visit of the Magi to the Christ child and thus Jesus' physical manifestation to the Gentiles. In consideration of the Gospel of Matthew's narrative of the Epiphany event found in chapter 2 verses 1 through 12, I have always been fascinated with the reality that a number of Magi, wise persons by another name, from the east saw a rising star and followed it so that they could pay homage to the newborn king of the Jews. What an audacious response to a rare event. How long did they plan this journey? How large was their retinue? Where else did they stop along the way and what did they tell the people who asked them where they are headed? Did others come to believe in the coming of Jesus based upon their witness along the way? We don't know whether these Magi were Jews themselves or how many of them there were, or even whether they were all men. There are questions that we will never have answers to about the Magi, but what we do know is that these persons were able to discern the importance of the hour and acted upon the knowledge that came from their discernment. They traveled to meet the child who would one day call himself the bread of life in a little town called Bethlehem, which literally means house of bread. And after they had entered the house upon which the star had rested, they saw the child with his mother Mary and paid him homage and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. It is something powerful to consider how people so far off knew that the newborn king of the Jews had been born and traveled a great distance to pay him homage and offer him gifts while Herod, working with the same knowledge as them, desired to kill the child who had threatened his power, position, and prestige. The unconventional message of the difference between the Magi and Herod's response is this. The near proximity to light has no bearing upon the reception of light. In other words, God is always the same. He never changes. But what does change is how our hearts receive him. What changes is the thing that is the most inconsistent thing about the human species, that God reveals himself and God manifests himself to us. Yet, our response to the light, revelation, and manifestation is oftentimes lacking and inconsistent. And within that lack of interest man has in rightly responding to God in love, is that there. It is there that man finds space to respond to his own 
base and carnal desires to sin. This is the dichotomy we are faced with. We either pursue God or we pursue sin. There is no third path. Again, the near proximity to light has no bearing upon the reception of light. A child who has holy parents and even saintly priests as a close brother can grow up to do great unrepentant evil. And a child who has the firstborn of Satan as his mother and father can grow up to be a saint. In the same way, if I put an egg and a stick of butter in the same pots of boiling water, each of them will react differently to the conditions around them. The egg will become hard and the butter will melt. Not because the water has decided to do anything different to the butter than it did the egg, but rather because both of them simply reacted differently to the environment they were placed in. I know parents who struggle with this reality, how one of their children can be perfect in their eyes while the other child is unruly for no reason. It could have been the case that if Herod had lived to see Jesus come into his ministry, that he may have believed. He could have been the first Saint Paul. Who knows? All that each of us can be is who we are in that instant moment. And we are always going to react to the conditions around us to the best of our interested ability. Jesus is the light of the world. He is the Eastern star. He is the truth. He is the bread of life. And people will always react differently to those realities. There will always be people who love him, hate him, and are indifferent to him. But there will also be people who are always looking for him as well. Even if they don't know his name, such as the Magi. They will always be looking for the light of truth. Humanity has always and will always be in search of these things. And we, as children of the light, are obligated to let our light shine so that they might see the light in us, Christ Jesus, and follow us to the source, as I hope many had followed the Magi. In fact, the liturgy of the Holy Mass is a type of epiphany itself, a manifestation of Christ Jesus, the Holy Eucharist. And we are a type of Magi processing to meet our King and to bring Him our gifts, our offerings, our work of human hands. It is one of the most incredible things about the Divine Symphony. We get to be the Magi. We get to travel to see our King. We get to present to Him the gifts that He has given us. Yet, we are even more blessed than the Magi. The Blessed Mother Mary may have let them hold our Lord for a brief while, but we get to consume Him into our bodies. His body and blood comes into our body and blood for this. We prostrate ourselves just as the Magi did. While the Magi left Bethlehem and returned home with only a memory of their visit to see the newborn king of the universe, we not only leave the mass with him 
and the indwelling of God himself, the Holy Spirit, but also have the opportunity to experience this liturgical epiphany event every day of the year, except on Good Friday. Moreover, what did the Magi hear? What did they hear from Jesus the day they visited? A silent baby? Not saying or mumbling a thing? Or perhaps a crying babe and swallowing cough? Again, here we are more blessed than the Magi. For we hear the words of Jesus through the scriptures and in his words of consecration through which he comes to meet us, the adopted sons and daughters of his eternal father. It is moments like this that made the liturgy of the Holy Mass the greatest, the most timeless, the most renewing event in the universe. Thanks be to God. This is just one way how the readings at Mass this Sunday connect to the liturgy and how the liturgy is forming us how to live our lives in the world. Be in the world which you have received through the liturgy. I am David L. Gray. Visit me online at davidlgray.info for more content and context about the liturgical sense of the scriptures.